0: Hello and welcome to episode number five, five, I think. I think we're on five. Yeah. 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 Episode five. You know, at one point this was just like a a vague idea and now there are five episodes. It's
1: a bit crazy when you think about it, isn't it?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully it's doing some good. Hopefully people are listening and going, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Or, oh, I, I read, yeah, that, that fits me or well and you know and guys uh get in touch let us know reach out to us on the socials the email is being set up as i speak uh i've put the bits into place for it to start happening so i'll be able to share any more address with you in the next episode maybe not the next episode but the episode after that maybe um and you know we're going to be we're going to be we're going to be contactable and you can contact us and let us know what you think whether you're enjoying the show and what you would like to, us to talk about. Um, yeah. Any questions you've got, anything you want us to talk about in terms of mental health, please, please, please let us know. That would be amazing. Um, so, episode five is all about New Year, New Year's resolutions, and the pressure we put on ourselves with those New Year's resolutions. Because we're in Blur's Day now. As you're listening to this, folks, we're in Blur's day. That's the period commonly known as that nondescript day that lasts for a week in between Boxing Day and New Year's Day. Because <laughs> um, you know the, you're sick of turkey sandwiches. You're not really sure whether it's coming or going, or what's happening. And is it? Was that two days ago? And am I still living with these people? And all the other things. <laughs> That come with blurs day so I mean, vicky what do you think about blurs day i mean i think even before we get two years blurs day is quite a pressure <laughs>
1: yeah. and i'm just yeah i'm just thinking about that you know it's 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 right we we because we've got no routine and we've overindulged i'm just thinking about you know when we talked about the the different chemicals that get released in your brain and when you think about it when you've got no routine you're eating drunk food you move into your dopamogenic system and um dopamine's a lovely um lovely drug that our brain makes and you get a little bit you want a little bit more and so this is where the, the greed part comes in right so you you keep eating the um, the sweets that you don't really want to, and you keep overindulging in the booze that you you shouldn't really be drinking, and, and the dopamine's flowing. But the problem is, you've heard that phrase, what goes up must come down, right?
0: Yeah, gravity uh, is an irresistible yeah, force. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> right, and so what happens is, you know, we get into this blursville because we produce so much dopamine. It's bounded with these sugars that we've... Um, we've overindulged with or the alcohol that we've overindulged with and then the problem is our brain it starts to basically flump and and when it does that we go back into the threat system and we're producing adrenaline and cortisol again and actually um that makes us feel quite anxious quite low um guilty shame and and then we sit there and wallow in it just as you were talking about and then New Year comes around and you keep telling yourself, right, yeah, when I want to get to New Year, I'm going to change it. It's all going to be different. Um, yeah. so, you know, and that, that's where this comes from, right? <laughs>
0: I can do what I want until New Year's. Yes. Right? I'm not <laughs> going to start a diet now because there's no point, <laughs> isn't there? No. Really good, there's no point starting a diet now. There's far too much chocolate. There's, you know, there's, left, there's that chocolate log that no one's touched yet because it's too <laughs> easy Christmas cake, you know. And why did, why did we buy so many packets of those little addictive cheese savoury nibble things? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we've, we've bought all this food for Christmas, especially for Christmas. It's been in the cupboard, the Christmas cupboard, that you're not allowed to touch. Can't eat that till Christmas! <laughs> and now we're at Christmas, we're obliged to eat it. Yep. yep and yep, yep. and so I'm not going to start a diet. I'm not going to start any new changes. I'm not going to put anything on. But, but come the new year... new year new me (laughs) yeah because it's that easy right
1: (sighs) well I mean I don't know about you um I seem to think in my mind it is but then when it comes around it gets to January and you're like oh god yeah I'm all motivated to do this and then the excuses start to roll don't they yeah Uh, but uh, I need to go and see such and such or ah but've I've, I've still got to do this or ah but that chocolate orange is still in the it's still in there and it needs eating it absolutely does need eating and yeah and we set ourselves up to fail, don't we?
0: Yeah yeah, big time um I think for me I give you I never heard the phrase um I could do everything tomorrow.
1: No, come on, tell
0: us about it. Because you know tomorrow doesn't come, does it? So I can do everything tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> everything can do tomorrow, today, no, can't do it today. But tomorrow, tomorrow is fine.
1: So, um, so there's a there's another really nice one we use as well. Um, and those who, when I say this, they'll it'll resonate with them. It's called Julember. 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 Right, because just guess what? There is no julember and it never comes. Uh, okay. <laughs> so go on, Jim, tell us, about, yeah. tell us about it.
0: Well, because going to tomorrow, you know, that thing of putting it off. I'll, just, I, I'll start tomorrow. I'll put it off to start tomorrow. It's something I think we do lots and lots and lots and lots and lots. And cliches and adages are cliches and adages because they work. They work. They, they absolutely make sense. You know, that whole thing of no time like the present. Yeah, there really is no time like the present. There will never be. <laughs> the moment you are in will never come again. Yep,
1: yep, yep.
0: And don't put it off till tomorrow. Start now. But at the same time, this is the problem with the resolutions we make, okay? I mean, I... I've, I've done all sorts of things in my life and I've made all sorts of resolutions and we all know who we'd really like to be. We all have this idea in our head about ideal selves, you know. I'd love to be uh, a complete Adonis, you know, shed all my excess weight and be this strapping muscular example of masculine idealness. And then... I get into this thing of why, why do why do I want this? Is that for me? And I, you know, I'm not saying the gym is a bad place because it's not. I'm not saying people shouldn't do that. People shouldn't go and work on their own physique if that's what they want to do for them. But don't think, right, I'm gonna do this to attract more sexual partners. Because if they're only interesting in you for your body, well, but then maybe that's what you want. Maybe you want that transactional kind of relationship that it is all about the aesthetic and no deeper. And if that's what you want, you know, go for it. I think it's all very much about finding what fits for you. But we do set ourselves these targets and goals as resolutions that are really not always sensible targets, are they? When, when you when, when you do management and business management and that sort of thing, I imagine in your line of work with um, therapy and getting people to look at themselves and set goals for themselves, you do the same sort of thing that management do, and that is, you know, we, we set achievable targets. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's that thing of, right, okay, uh, I'm going, if you're a 20-a-day Arden smoker... Saying you're going to go cold turkey tomorrow and never turn another cigarette in your life is probably not kind to yourself. Um, But, you know, say, right, okay, I'm going to cut down. I'm going to ease off. Uh, Set yourself something that's more achievable. And, And don't get me wrong, I do know people who have been ardent smokers and have gone, right, tomorrow, no more. And they've just said, that's it cut off, no more cigarettes and they've just done it. I don't know how. They are better in person than I am. Um, because, like, if I said, right, that's it, from tomorrow, no more chocolate. Yeah, that's not going <laughs> i give myself a week at tops. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: Do, do, you, do you know why that is, though? Do, 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 do you know why that happens?
0: That we that we buckle and give in.
1: Well, firstly, I think it, if we rewind back to, to just a wee bit further before that, so what happens is, is, we live through our own rules and assumptions for for living, right? Yeah. And um, when we've got this this sort of overall view of what something should be, we we then set ourselves these these high bars, and we get into this sort of tunnel vision, right? And you know when you say should and must what does that do to you as a person when you you know as an individual when you say i should do this and i must do this what 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 effectively are you doing
0: well you're giving yourself the wrong words right why um because just it's if you should do something it's suggesting that you know there's also opportunity to not if you're saying you must do something it's because you're being told you've got to, not because you want to. Right, there you go. And I suppose, really, it's about that language of... Want and need, as opposed to should and must.
1: Really nice, yeah, absolutely. And so, when you set that language, that bar, you put yourself into threat system, and your 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 vision becomes tunnel essentially. And so, you'll be okay, as you said. Like, I'll give it a week tops. Some some people's bandwidths are longer than others, but the problem is, you, in order to sustain it, um. It's, there's, there's got to be less pressure on you because it's 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 then tipping into perfectionism, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. How how can we... Well, is the world perfect? Are we all perfect?
0: No, absolutely right. not.
1: Right, right. And so then you're, you're back in threat system, you're releasing adrenaline and cortisol again, and and you're back to where you started. Does that make some sense?
0: Completely. Um I think, I think um, for me, it makes perfect sense. And it's about those realistic goals and not just realistic goals, but goals you actually want. Yeah. yeah, you know, Yeah. Do I really want to be an Adonis?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. don't wrong, to be nice, but at the same time Um, I think that I really. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm going to take you back. Actually, this makes perfect sense I don't know why I didn't think about doing this for today's show. Anyway, last year in January, I had a serious word with myself,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and in a way, it was it was a resolution, but not really a resolution. I didn't set it as a resolution. I didn't say this is this is my New Year's resolution, right? But last January, about two or three weeks into January, I said to myself, do you know what, I'm fed up. I am fed up. Mm -hmm. Uh, My head's not in the right place. There's loads of things going wrong. I've just attempted to cut my thumb off by mistake. It was an accident, folks. You know, lots of negative things and fed up with being ill, fed up with not being able to do everything. Fed up with lots and lots of things in my life and I went, I went to the doctor and I made an appointment with the doctor uh, and the doctor said, hi, uh, what would you like to tell me? And I said, oh, well, I've, I've come on about my mental health. And she says, okay, um, what's wrong with mental health? Because I was already on fluoxetine by this point, so they're already treating me for it. And I said, I'm tired. I just want to be well. I want to be well. And in a way, without it being a New Year's resolution, it became a resolution. It's one that I've managed to achieve. And it's not been an overnight thing. It's not been, right, I'm um, going to be this new person instantly. Um, It had lots of different stages in it. Um, It had me seeing a wellness coach it had me starting cbt um with yourself it had me reaching out for help about, with weight management as opposed to weight loss mm-hmm. um seeking more help from the doctor about my uh, arthritis and eventually also you know looking into investigating and starting the journey to being diagnosed as autistic um And I have become a lot better. Now, I suppose I started off by saying I wanted to be well. Mm, Can one ever be well? That's a deep question, isn't it, Ricky? It is. (laughs) I think it comes back to that thing of, you know, you said, is anyone perfect? And... I don't even think it's a case of perfect and imperfect. I don't even think it's a a case of being well and unwell. I think it's a case of um, we have to accept that health, whether it be physical or mental, is never going to be a straight line.
1: Yeah. Well well it's back to that continuum concept again, isn't yeah. it? it? It moves up, it moves down. It, it 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 can't it can't stay absolute forever. It it you know it does shift, it, it, it moves around, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, entirely. I I think part of learning to be well has been learning to accept that there's gonna be days where I'm not as well mm-hmm. and that I need to manage that as opposed to beat myself up about it. Yeah. So what do I want in order to be well, in order to be better? well, Part of that is that skill of management. I need to be the best me I can be, and being the best me I can be involves accepting that I'm not always the best me.
1: I love what you just said there. I love that, I love that. I mean, if we if we carried on with that, Jim, just for a few a few seconds, I mean, how much do you know, and I know we've talked about this a little bit, um, I just wondered though for, for people who are listening, if I asked you the question about acceptance, how much do you really know about what the word acceptance means?
0: Well, God, it's a big word, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not just talking about, you know, lots of letters. <laughs> um, it, um acceptance has so many meanings it's not just about self-acceptance about acceptance of others acceptance of circumstance acceptance of you know
1: it could be global as well the world yeah.
0: Yeah. oh right. giving up on the world
1: right, right. well let's not let's <laughs> <I forgot. laughs> I just If i mean do you do, do, do you want to give us a where where are you at with that
0: where am I with acceptance? Okay, let's think. Where am I with acceptance at the moment? My mental health journey is at a point where I have accepted that I am I'm autistic. And I know that and I accept that. Accepting that I am autistic means that I accept that I have a different skill set. I think six months ago, as I said, being autistic would mean that I ha- accept I have limitations. I disagree with that. I have a different skill set. Um, that skill set does mean there are things that I am not as good at. There are things that I am not strong at. Right. Uh, but other things I excel at. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I accept... Who I am, so that means I can better face the world I meet daily. Um, I thought we don't need my therapy. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on a second. Let's go back because I asked you about excuses, <laughs> right? So you, you you were talking about you you making it personal there, right? So. Yeah. Let me come back out there. I love what you said there about, you know, your your autism and, you know, finding strengths and, you know, and and, and shifting. And I think you're absolutely right. So if I said, and and, and this is for the listeners out there as well, right? So you'll hear this phrase being banded around and you may even use it yourself a lot. Oh, yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. Hmm. Right. Now, here's the thing. If you've got a butt that comes in there, then you have not accepted it, right? So, so that's the first thing. So often when I say to people about acceptance, I say, okay, so if just hang with me for a second while I say these words. It is as it is right now. It is as it is right now. It's not good, it's not bad, it's not right, it's not wrong. It just is. This will pass. And it's the normal bodily reaction that you're experiencing right now. Right now. So what goes through, you know, you all as you listen to that and think about whether you truly accept something. And the minute you say, Abba, it means you ain't accepting it. So
0: I'm just going to chuck that out there. Well, okay, yeah. so let me let me be the foil to that, Ricky. When I can't accept it, when I've got the boat, mm
1: mm-hmm. How do I manage that? (laughs) Right. Maybe, again, it's about just saying the words to yourself that right now, it is as it is right now. And that actually, it's not going to stay like this forever, is it? One would
0: hope not. I mean, personally, personally, from experience, nothing stays the same.
1: Right, indeed, right, and it's back to that continuum thing, we're, all, we're always moving up and down, aren't we? Sometimes yeah. it's better, sometimes it's worse, and you said a really lovely thing earlier, um, Jimmy. you said, as part of this journey that I've done this year, it's not necessarily been linear, has it? It's... it's That's life, isn't it? That's, that's, yeah. that's what we do. Yeah, and going back to what you were saying as well about you know, the management style, you know, when you set unrealistic goals and you set the bar really high, you don't, in CBT we call operationalizing your goal, right? So, you know, I often encourage people to think, right, okay, so so 10 is you've achieved the goal, 0 is you, you have it. Where would you put yourself right now? And whatever they say, I'd say, okay, why did you put yourself there? What would one or two scores up, up like look? look like for you rather than it being getting to the 10 so you're always sort of taking it in a graded approach does does that make some sense
0: yeah because it's it's a and again it it comes back to this idea of resolutions right i'm not saying right from this point i am a new me i've got to change i've got to i'm I'm setting myself this unachievable target yeah Yeah, if you're going to set i mean personally i think resolutions are a stupid idea (laughs) Um, but that's just me okay if you are going to set yourself resolutions make them achievable make them something that has maybe that scale that vicky's talking about so you're like you know what this year i'm aiming to i don't know drink less smoke less exercise more these are the things that people tend to do right yeah yeah and go right so by the end of the year, I'd like to be near to 10. And yeah. 10 is having achieved it. And between now and then, I'm going to grade myself daily on a 1 to 10. And as long as I'm trending towards that 10, that's okay.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. There's going to be blips. There's going to be... Life is not about a straight line. And what this really ties into one of my biggest passions about the problem we have with the education system in our country is that um, we would, Michael Gove, who uh, I I don't like bringing politics to the podcast, but when Michael Gove was the education secretary, he had this idea about every child making one point progress per term. And it's like, sorry, you're expecting every child to perform uniformly for the rest of their school career. (laughs) Have you met any children, Michael? um or humans for that point uh, <laughs> because we don't we don't we don't behave uniformly we don't make uniform progress we don't do things in a straight line no no we have blips we have i mean the, don't get me wrong there are always going to be exceptions there are always going to be people that can be that exception that can just flick and be done yeah and right, today I'm going to quit smoking and never touch another cigarette, or today I'm going to go jogging every day of the year this year, and do it, because they just flip that switch and they do it. Um, and they will always be there. And do you know, and that that's the, pro- that's the problem, Vicky. Not those people are the problem, but comparing ourselves to those people. Indeed, indeed. And I think that's where you maybe started with the Adonis stuff. Yeah, entirely, because... Who is that Adonis and why is he the male ideal?
1: And, 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 you know, going back to what you were talking about, you know, alcohol, um, you know, chocolate, f- food, whatever. What about, you know, the things that you truly enjoy? I mean, so, for instance, um, I, I used to love, absolutely love reading and be a complete bookworm, oh, uh, being part of academia. I've really let that slip and this year I made myself the, the goal that I was going to read more books and I've I've actually got into reading more about um, local books or, or, or local authors and I've really enjoyed it and I've gone to a local bookshop but I've got two three books there sitting I bought All at once. I haven't got around to them yet, but I'm not beating myself up because the ones that I have read I've thoroughly enjoyed. I joined a choir. I mean, for people who do know me, they're going to find this really funny, right? But um, just because of my saying, right? But, you know, those wholesome activities that that connect you with people, you know, well, they are every bit as important as the healthy ones because they're part of being healthy for your mind because when you give your mind a, a break from worry, you're producing oxytocin.
0: Yeah, entirely. And I think that's a really key thing you said there, is that these activities connect you to people. Now, reading is a wholesome activity that does connect you to people. And you might think, you no, know, reading is something you do by yourself. Y- yeah, 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 it is. And that's OK, because I prefer to be by myself a lot of the time. I love reading. I read an awful lot. And, and that reading for me is connecting me to other people. Some of those people are characters, yeah, sure, that's fine. That is fine. Just because they're a character does not mean they're not a real person. There'll be loads of people who are going to disagree with that. but yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Now, before they do, though, I'm yeah. going to say to you, I'm still with you here, Jim, right, because imagery creates oxytocin. And so regardless of whether the person is real or imagined it will still connect you because oxytocin is the connecting drug. So I'm with you from a scientific point of view. Yeah.
0: Here I am. I'm with you. <laughs> and entirely because otherwise when you watch a film or read a book and something sad happens to someone, you wouldn't cry. If if they didn't matter, if they weren't real in some way, you wouldn't cry. You just go, oh, it's a lie. It's a fake. It's a, it's a character. It's not real, but they are in some way real because that's the magic of the story mm-hmm. and storytelling i think is going to be another topic we get into oh, entirely yeah. because yeah. that's how we're hardwired storytelling yeah. Yeah. that's the way our brains work and yeah. we'll, well, i can't wait to have that conversation with you because we never have i can't believe yeah. you haven't talked, talked to <laughs> Um yeah, but yeah, I can't believe we've never talked about storytelling. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, right, we should probably wrap up this episode. Yeah. yeah so yeah. resolutions, Vicky. Come on, give us a summary. In terms of New Year's resolutions, should we, shouldn't we?
1: Well, I suppose that is an individual choice. If you are gonna do it, make it so that it's achievable for you, that you're not comparing yourself to others. And it, it taps into something that, that's important for you. And 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 try to stick with, you know, doing it in steps. Stepped approach, right? Don't set it too high, the bar, that you can't reach it and then feed back into maybe that same old narrative you got, right? That I'm not good enough. Oh, see, told you it was going to be a failure, right? Don't get caught up in that. Be kind to yourself, everyone.
0: Yeah. That is, and that's it, guys. That That is it. Just be kind to yourself. Maybe, maybe that should be your resolution.
1: Ooh, yeah. Just Wouldn't that be something yourself. crazy, right? <laughs>
0: yeah. Because I think that's something a lot of people could do with. Yes. Yeah. So until we come back next week, folks, to talk to you about January Blues, be kind to yourselves. Oh, let's see if we got the same screen. It's one of the best signs. Science-